Welcome back to the show. We did it. We made it to the first episode. We did it, we made it to the first thing. Right. It was a slog to get you know the second episode, technically. We also never introduced ourselves in the intro. Uh, it's a fair counterpoint. Okay. <laughs> so maybe we should do it again, just so people... Oh, introduce ourselves or yeah. do that whole thing again? We're not uh, No, we're not, not, not doing that. that. That's, but we can do the liquid. intro of this one again. Yeah. That's liquid gold. And then lead into... Yeah. People, oh, people expect really strong order and clarity. So are we starting this, this yeah. over? Out again? of us, or definitely. Are we, are we leaving this? Are we leaving this in? We can we... start over. Okay, I don't give a shit. Welcome to the show, everybody. My name is Matthew. Jesus Christ, I'm, I'm Matt. And I'm Alexis. And we did it. We made it. It just took <laughs> two takes for us to be able to say our names out loud. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it's been some time. Yeah. We're we're professionals. Yep. that's We are consummate professionals. If you could see our physical setup, you would know that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. With our, uh, we're, we're in the studio. There's those those things on the wall that... The things. The things. The, the eggs. Foamy things. The eggshell curtains. Yeah, the eggshells. We've yeah. got so many eggshells. All the best <laughs> eggshells. Walking on them and it's weird. Yeah. Is that weird for you? Because you don't... Yeah. You don't partake in eggs. It's a little bit just like being in my nightmare. Yeah. I mean, I also don't like eggs, but you so. Know. You don't like eggs. I, th- I feel like I've seen you eat eggs. But do you I like things egg with and eggs in them? Yeah. This afternoon, and I was like, it's just because it was close to me. You, <laughs> okay. And I put hot sauce on it. Wait, so do you fun. not like eggs because of their physical appearance then? No. It's like a texture? Okay. <laughs> it's a texture thing. Like, okay. scrambled eggs are weird Yeah. To me. Like, you wouldn't eat a raw egg. Well, I wouldn't... What? You wouldn't eat a raw egg. or like I a, wouldn't eat a raw egg regardless. Or like a hard-boiled egg, yeah, I think is what I meant. <laughs> I that would make it slightly more sense. <laughs> I well, or Gaston. I guess, yeah. yeah, you put the egg in the cup and you drink it. So it's like yeah. it, with the with the bacon, egg, and cheese, it's, it negates the texture because you have the, ba- the bagel that's kind of taking the brunt of it, and then you have the bacon and the cheese that kind of negates the, the weirdness of the texture of the egg, which is why I can get through it. Gotcha. But if you said, like, here's a plate of scrambled eggs, I... If I was at like a friend's like a friend's house and his mom cooked me breakfast and she made scrambled eggs, I would eat them out of guilt, but I wouldn't really be enjoying them. Okay. Cool. Does that does that qualify how much I enjoy eggs? Perfect. Which is a great segue into this show. Into what we're here to talk about today. Oh, yeah, please. T- tell me which why, is why that's a good segue. Because this is the first egg that's being cracked open. No, not for good. the you DC. Tried. Not you did. You really did try. I didn't give you much to work with there. It wasn't great, but well, I mean, you gotta crack a few eggs before you find the right one, right? That's the phrase. The other phrase. That's the other one, except for <laughs> the, the other one phrase. That everybody actually knows. You gotta, you gotta break a few eggs to, to make, make an, an omelet. omelet. There yeah. we are. Yeah. And our omelet today. To find the right egg. <laughs> to find the right egg. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And today's omelet is. It's Superman. The the Man of Steel. He's made yeah. up of many eggs. I thought he was made of steel. And is that, is that and a Steely is that, Eggs. Steely Dan eggs? Steely. <laughs> It's a spinoff of Steely Dan, yep. where they sing Steely Dan songs, but change all the lyrics to be about is, eggs. Is this, yep. That would steely Eggs. I mean, are we going to talk about the elephant in the room that they have a song called Peg? That one's just called Egg. The Incredible <laughs> Edible Peg? Yeah, it's the Incredible <laughs> Edible Egg. Yeah. See, it's perfect. It worked yeah. out. That's, is that actually is the lyrics in... of the song? The Incredible Edible Peg? No. Oh, okay. Because I was going <laughs> to say. The Incredible Edible Egg was a, like a commercial from like 15 years ago. Right. No, I knew that. Yeah. yeah they I don't know, I, do you know fantastic. Steely Dan lyrics? I don't. I don't. Yeah. Not that I don't well. think they do. That's, that's the beauty of it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> Is this going to be a season of Steely Dan references? Because I'm down. Yeah, I mean, I'm, probably. With you, it might be. So yeah. that's fine. 
Um, we have no choice here. So what do you know about the Man of Steel? What do we got? Aliens. <laughs> Man's an alien. Uh, from For the folks at home, he's doing the I'm meme. Doing, I'm doing the meme. There's, I got meme hands. The yeah. meme. The meme. meme. Hey, meme, meme. Yes. Doing, doing that whole thing. <laughs> um, so he's from a planet Krypton, potentially. Um, he has all of these fucking superpowers that seemingly makes him absurdly OP. What are these superpowers? Men can uh, leap over a building in a single bound. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's faster than a speeding bullet, I've heard. And there are probably other things that are probably on the covers of things that I don't remember. Dude can fly, fucking beamy eye things, um, allegedly can turn back time and find a way by going around the world backwards or reversing the spin of the earth by flying around it very, very quickly. How do you know that? Cultural references. Okay. Family Guy. No, I think it was a Family Guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, that was a cellophane S. Oh, okay. That he throws. He mildly it was a mildly, mild inconvenience. I remember that one. Um, <laughs> he's, he's super fast, super strong, can seemingly fuck up anything that ever got in his way, ever, except for when he gets in the presence of, oh, scary stones and elements. Ooh, kryptonite is his literal kryptonite. Well, that's, that's where the <laughs> word comes from. <laughs> You gonna, <laughs> there's lice everywhere. Are you, are you about to say it was it was lousy with lice? And the, did you realize that's where it came from? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I I do kind of love that we we used to live in a world where Matt thought that kryptonite was just a not related to Superman and probably yeah. just was originated from a Three Doors Down song. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I'm pretty sure that was my first yeah. my first foray into Kryptonite. And yeah. now we've we've flipped the script on that. Yep. And it's like a whole new world for you. Mm-hmm. Everything yeah. is different now. So it's so so new and different. And so as someone who's claiming you don't know anything about DC, you seem to know a lot about Superman. Mm-hmm. It's it's in culture. There's a, I've been on a fucking roller coaster called Superman Man of Steel. I've been on a super a, a roller coaster. They're like, shit, nobody's riding it anymore. What do we do? I don't know. Let's paint it purple and call it Bizarro, because fuck you. And they called it Bizarro, because fuck you, who's anti-Superman or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's the claw of Superman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I thought you said we weren't going to make any Marvel references here. Well, now that, now that we have it in my head canon, it's now in, in Matt head canon. Who do you think the throg is going to be? I don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> who's Hawkeye in this? Who's, who's the useless sack of shit that ben then Affleck. just <laughs> accurate? Just sad Ben Affleck. <laughs> um, yeah. So the only reason I know as much, I mean, as much air quotes aggressively uh, about Superman is just you know, living in a society. You know, hmm. Superman is kind of a. Do you know anything about it, like his upbringing? Any any? Uh, he's Clark Kent works at some newspaper. As a mild-mannered reporter, yep. that was his upbringing. As a yep. reporter, <laughs> yep. he, he popped out and was uh, was a reporter. Yep, this just in. It was a mild-mannered reporter. And then just. Yep. I think that was Matt Damon. It's like a different universe. I, I understood. I what it. What do you know about like Superman's enemies and rivals? And you named I, one. I know. In the last Le- episode, Lex, Lexicon Luther. That's that's the full name. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Any others? No. Do you I know don't. who he was mildly inconveniencing with the S? No idea. Okay. Some some dude. Some dude. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have no idea. 
That's um, fine. I, I just know Lex, and I don't know why he's so pissed off at Superman, other than, like, hey, this dude's pretty fucking dope. Mm-hmm. I wish he weren't as dope. That's the motivation. <laughs> <laughs> I wish this dude weren't as dope as he currently is. Mm-hmm. Yep. So That's speaking of dope, weird. you don't think Superman yeah, yeah. is pretty dope? <laughs> yeah, sweet. I yeah. can't get past that. So you, <laughs> based on our last episode, you don't think Superman's a pretty dope character? I think he's boring as fuck. Why? Because like it, he can seemingly do literally everything, ever. Mm-hmm. And is impervious to everything except this one, like, Achilles heel. But it's, like, not even, like, an Achilles heel on his body. It's not even, like, a literal Achilles heel. It's, like, an Achilles heel from his home planet. And it's just, like... Eh. It, just, it just seems boring. Because 99% of the time... Because you need to go really out of your way to knock Superman down a peg. Whereas, like, everybody else has far more obvious weaknesses so their weaknesses make it so like somebody doesn't need to be like super mega Jesus to take you down they can just be like quasi Jesus and like are you saying that Superman is super mega Jesus maybe with a Technicolor dream coat I think that was Joseph (laughs) so then who do you think if we're thinking about this movie right a Technicolor dream cape (laughs) who is going to combat Superman in this movie then like what what do you need you what do you need? What's the, what's you the need, villain? Uh, you need some kryptonite. Because that seems to be So you don't knowledge. think any villain could ever just be on par with Superman? From, from, from my minimal knowledge of what Superman is, his only, his only weakness is to kryptonite. Whether or not that is true, I don't know. Um, but at least from everything I've, I've absorbed from general culture. General culture? General culture. Yeah, no, it's a salute. Um... It's it's kryptonite, so it's like kryptonite needs. To, I, I I feel like that's why it would be boring. Because if that is actually his only weakness, then you're like, oh cool, how's the villain gonna fuck him up with some kryptonite this time, folks? And it's just like that's boring, because hmm. it's always gonna be kryptonite. Hey, what's it what's it gonna be this time? Oh, I don't know, probably some kryptonite. Oh, what if it's a kryptonite ray? Fine, I don't give a shit. There it's have been in Superman's main series alone, has hit a thousand issues. And Superman has two series, both of which have hit a thousand issues. And what you're saying is that through two thousand issues of just Superman in action <laughs> comics, let alone the myriad of other appearances in other comics, in movies, in pop culture, everywhere that Superman has appeared, the only thing that can take him down is just one rock. There haven't ever been any other creative solutions. Hmm. I mean, I'm sure they had to get creative with that rock. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm just throwing pebbles at them the whole time. It's <laughs> just like, boink. <laughs> just everybody just has wrist rockets, and they're just really fucking them up. I don't know. Okay. But like, obviously there needs to be other shit, but in terms of what is uh, known outside of anything comic, it's kryptonite, because kryptonite is kryptonite. Yeah. Okay. In terms of cultural... How do you take down the man who does everything? Yeah. I'm sure that's a reference to a thing. Yes. Cool. I'm, I'm very proud of that one. <laughs> Are you? I am. <laughs> so, in this movie, how do you think Superman's going to be taken down with kryptonite, then? What is the most creative way you can think of? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to think it's just... I don't know. Some sort of wily e. Coyote-esque anvil, but made of kryptonite. Dropped on his head. And then he tries to get back up, but just accordions. Who's the... Fantastic. <laughs> 
Yep, that's what I want to see too, honestly. <laughs> but that makes him the villain, doesn't it? Because I mean, it's Wiley Coyote, like dick. I know. Like, Wiley E. Coyote doesn't necessarily have to be the villain, but he's made to be the villain. It's like an alternative perspective. He's just trying to eat, man. He's just trying to get dinner. Fucking he's Animal Kingdom is weird, man. All right. R slash nature is metal. There's <laughs> a plug. <laughs> so are you looking forward to, the, I mean, this is the first DC movie. Um, I, are you I, looking I forward looking, to this at all? I am like, looking forward to this because everything I know from Superman is from nothing. Right? Weird. That's a, that's a statement. That, that's, a, that's a statement. Um, so it'll be interesting to see something that he's actually in. Like, other than just, like, bullshit, one-off, throwaway references in Family Guy, it'd be cool to see, like, oh, what, like, what is the actual, you know, reference point? Like, you made this reference, I get it. It was funny regardless of knowing the source material, but no, having some backing of the source material could be interesting. Okay. To, to kind of, you know, move on from there. And I'm hoping it's more than... The stupid things I said earlier. Maybe it's not. Maybe it is a fucking gigantic kryptonite anvil. That'd be pretty cool. But I guess we'll we'll see. Maybe it was a fucking island made out of kryptonite. Maybe. That's also a reference. I assumed it was. <laughs> okay, cool. So I was just kind of letting it hang there. Uh, cool. Um, so, well then, okay. I mean. Well, I want to know one okay. other thing. Yeah. What kind of other characters do you think would be in this movie, even without knowing any other kind of Superman-related characters? Because hmm. it's not just going to be him. Lo- Lois, and somebody Lois, throwing Lois Lane's Lane. a thing, right? She's, a, she's a person. She exists, right? Maybe. Yeah. Or has. Yeah. So, so she'll probably be in there in some way, mm-hmm. shape, and or. There's a whole cast of people in this movie. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, more, it's not just Superman just flying along in an empty universe? Yeah, with a giant kryptonite anvil just dropped on. Yeah, by <laughs> someone's got to drop the anvil. By, yeah, that by too. Super mega. Yeah, we never talked about who do you think the, the who's dropping the anvil. Be, yeah. I mean, the only thing I have knowledge of is Lex, and I feel like fucking Zuckerberg's in this one. So I don't know. Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> yeah, no, I got to it last time. I just want to Zuckerberg this time. Um, what are they also on Instagram? Weird. Um, cool. <laughs> that's that's a that's a that's a burn for him. Um, for Jesse? No, for no, him. for me. Oh, okay. Because I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know that Facebook on Instagram. And this was like a while ago. Oh, like, okay. <laughs> this was that's not a recent, real. a recent burn. Um, and I had found out, and I was like, oh my gosh, did you know that Facebook on Instagram? And Matt just was just like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Very big news, yes. Um, I don't know. Maybe Lex teams up with some unnamed, well, not un- unknown to me other villain to then, you know, go to town all over Superman in a non-sexual way. Okay, it's just <laughs> for maybe, clarification. Maybe sexual. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're into that shit. Huh. I don't know what Kryptonians are into. Kry- could we could we list maybe some of the famous people that are in this movie and see if he can figure out who they might play? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, do you... Uh, um, I feel like the answer is no. Do you know who plays, at least, Superman? Is it Henry Cavill? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you mentioned Lois Lane. I think it's fair to tell him that Amy Adams yep. plays Lois Lane. Amy Adams is amazing. I like Amy Adams. Um, who do you think Russell Crowe plays? What the fuck? <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, what? You're just making name random people? <laughs> Who do you yeah. think in 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 the like spectrum of like who he could play in this movie? What role do you think Superman's Russell Crowe has? Uncle. Okay. 
Super Uncle. Super Uncle. Or yeah, Uncle Super Man. Uncle, uncle Man. <laughs> what about Kevin Costner? What? Yeah. Are you just naming people that aren't actually in this movie? I am naming people no, that these are very are, much in this movie. Kevin Costner is the, the, the editor of the newspaper that he works at. Okay. Who is Lawrence Fishburne? What the fuck? So this, <laughs> this movie's stacked for seemingly no reason. Um, Lawrence is... Uh, I, I, I don't know. Maybe he plays the, the, the other villain that, that Zuckerberg teams up with. What about uh, Michael Shannon? I don't know who that is. Ooh. Oh. But, uh, okay. Ooh. Can you can you give me can somebody like? I don't know what I could. Don't that Google you it. I, You'll see a movie yeah. in two seconds. Put your fucking phone down. Yeah. Well, you're, you're, you're uh, offing me about that. I don't know who the fuck. Michael well, Shannon I don't know is. who I could reference that Michael Shannon has played that you would know if you yeah, don't exactly, know who Michael Shannon is. Too. Like. Yeah. Well, I was trying to help myself. <laughs> He plays um, police officer number four. Right. Fuck you. He usually cool. plays police officers. <laughs> yeah. I think that's. that's the Is that main. All, all of the people? Unless there's anybody or else. Or we're going to just be going down the. the it's at least the main male cast. <laughs> there's not much in terms of female cast. Yeah, I mean Amy Adams is is basically <laughs> the the the, the female lead. Um, well, no. There's at least one other person that we could we could we could mention. Um, oh, I just don't remember her name. It's um. Love her. Uh, Diane Lane. Oh, that's true. I know the name, but I can't place the face. Exactly. Kind of, okay. Kind of so. I'm sorry. Um, I'd like to be able to help you, but I can't. No, we. we <laughs> if the people can hear their whispers, they'll probably get it. They can definitely. Um, looking at the sound waves, they definitely can. What about Christopher Maloney? I don't know. <laughs> Christopher Baloney? Christopher Baloney. Yes, Mr. Baloney. <laughs> he plays Oscar Meyer. Yes. Um, who is the mayor of Metropolis? Oh, so you don't know something else. I've seen the Six Flags, folks, okay? <laughs> learned everything you need to know about Superman. I've, I've, Park. I've waited in line for a while, guys. <laughs> And I've probably read Look, the entire I, cast of this movie and have no idea. If I have learned two things by going to Six Flags, it's one, the entire history of Superman, and two, that the Venga Boys are coming. So That's true. And everybody's running. Yeah. New York to San Francisco. Oh, fantastic. I think they, they <laughs> want to hear the disco, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Venga Boys are great. All right, let's go watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> podcast listeners we're the hosts of the dc3 cast i'm zach i'm vince and i'm brian each week we discuss most of the new releases from dc comics focusing mainly on rebirth wildstorm and young animal we also look at the news of the week discuss the film and television adaptations of dc material and dig into industry rumors we've also had a number of dc creators on our show like scott snyder jim lee christopher priest steve orlando and joshua williamson so if you like borat jokes my no wife bad to Dio impressions this is bad what the f- and an in-depth look at dc each week join us every wednesday morning at multiversitycomics.com apple Podcasts, or your podcatcher of choice come get jurgens with us welcome Hello. back hi what's up what did what did we think 
What is what, that? What, a, what <laughs> is that noise? What a what a mediocre display of mediocrity. What a meh pile of whatever. You didn't like it. I can't say I did. It was pretty. Who gives a fuck? Did you enjoy Superman as a character more than you thought, though? Sure. Because there was I mean, no kryptonite. I, I had very there was low, zero kryptonite. I had a very low bar. So, <laughs> yeah, I guess he exceeded my very like ground level expectations. So that's, that's all I care about. <laughs> Henry Cavill is d- definitely an attractive gentleman and <laughs> clearly Superman esque. So yeah. <laughs> that that's a good that's a good casting. What I got. <laughs> That's about it. He's, All right. He's cool. So I want to. I want to. Well, first of all, also I want to know, Alexis, what do you think of that movie? Because he thinks it's a big pile of meh. Yeah, like, I'm not going to yeah. say it's overtly bad. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's terrible, but it's just not good. It's just there. Yeah. I mean, for my taste, it's too dark. Of a Superman movie. Yeah. But, you know, maybe that's just what the director does. Yeah. You know, makes things a little bit dark. Yeah. Yeah. And the director is uh, Zack Zack Snyder. Snyder. Zack Snyder. Snyder's of Hanover fame? Yep. Yep. That's That's what he's famous for. His Mm -hmm. pretzel are delicious. They're really good. I think... I mean, this is... his bag, though. Well... So, speaking of his bag, this this movie is like the first DC movie, right? And he, in the same way that, let's say, Joss Whedon kind of helped shape what the Marvel Cinematic Universe... Mm. Will Wheaton, yeah. Will Wheaton. Uh, Zack Snyder's job now is to shape what the DC Universe mm-hmm. that's too bad. looks like. <laughs> that's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> After a rough start. <laughs> and what I will say, before we get started, is that I will... Defend some of this movie. I'm sure you will. I have no doubt that you will. Because in our in our intro episode, you were like, "Oh, I think I heard like when people saying in Batman for Superman, there's like a good movie buried somewhere. It's just bad editing." And what I think you heard was me say that about Man of Steel. No, because I <laughs> definitely said that a thousand times. Oh, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe you have. Maybe that was you. Once again. Because I think there is a good movie buried in that movie. They just did not find it. <laughs> they shot it somewhere, but just did not. They, they dug as deep as they could, and they couldn't find it, but it's there. I'll have to take your word for it. <laughs> like, I guess you'll have to plead your case. As I well will, I'll, I'll plead, plead my case as we go, go through, and yeah, I'll, I'll turn it over to you. You're the star of the show. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, we'll get there. Um, I guess I'll just start running through my, my bullshit. I jotted down a whole bunch of shit. But there's also a period where you just stopped. Yeah. I yeah. think you just kind of gave up. I just stopped. <laughs> I, I was telling Alexis before uh, we started recording, I was just like, I was I was like, I wrote a lot, and then I just kind of stopped, because I was like, who gives a shit? Is <laughs> <laughs> the rationale behind why I stopped. It it's like, literally the point of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it wasn't even you. But it wasn't even the stuff that was worth writing down. It was just like, (laughs) gives a shit. Oh my god, you threw him through another building. Fucking awesome. Uh, We'll get there. Fuck. It's a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. Jesus Christ. We'll Uh, talk about that too. So, right? Um, So, first off, I was like, I was was wrong. Papa Man, not Uncle Man. 
Yeah. So I was, you were close, was in the ballpark. And then I said, Russell is really doing a great Ewan McGregor Obi-Wan. That's literally all he's doing in the beginning of that movie. 100 percent. That is all he is doing. He's doing like an episode two or three Ewan McGregor Obi-Wan Kenobi. Talking about fucking all, all, all the political bullshit and then doing a bullshit British accent and moving on. Isn't Russell Crowe British? I believe he's Australian. No, he's Australian. Oh, he's Australian. Okay. Zing! <laughs> <laughs> it all sounds so, the same to me. Sorry. <laughs> oh, all of Austra- Australian listeners can be so offended. Uh, <laughs> um, Didn't we touch on that last season, too? I, I believe we did for some reason. I don't know why. We were talking about accents at some point. Yeah. I think probably due to your I think we spectacular impression. To your Ringo Starr impression. We probably offended Australia in the last season, but... Anyway, yeah. honestly, I, I don't remember the prequels that well. I have tried to. We'll, we'll rewatch them, and you can see <laughs> to how to throw right a I prequel am. party so we could rewatch I'm them. All da- I'm down for a prequel party. Yeah, um, I just don't remember them. And then whoever the council head woman was when they were like when Zod was like marching on in on whose authority is the council disbanded? I was like, I don't know. Maybe the dude that just murdered eight people and blasted <laughs> in your throne room. You fucking idiot! <laughs> oh, on whose authority do you enter my chambers? I'm <laughs> what did you think of uh, Zod? Eh, whatever. You didn't like him? No. Michael Shannon? That's Michael but Shannon. Yeah, that I, is I, Michael I can't. Shannon. That's Michael Shannon now. Michael Shannon is like one of my favorite actors. I like. I. I have. I know. I've seen him in other things. I can't place where I have seen him, and he's fine. I have nothing against him. I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't think of a movie that you that would I, have seen. Yeah, it's that such a, it's a. It's a very so, yeah. shallow well. Like oh, like Midnight Special and Take no. Shelter and. Nope. <laughs> and. You can keep going. They came together. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that is. None of those words. I Christopher Baloney's in that movie. Yeah, Christopher Baloney. He's uh, showing up all over the place. Um, but I mean, you were you were really struggling with the concept of like, okay, who could be the villain for Superman? Mm-hmm. And it was Lex Luthor in a rock. Yeah. And at no point did you think like maybe another alien. Yeah, because I, I for some reason my stupid brain didn't think that this was obviously going to be an origin story. I don't know why I didn't think it would be that. Interesting. Um, but mm. my brain didn't think that that would be the case. Like, I kind of saw it as like a Spider-Man Homecoming. Like, we all fucking know some to some general degree. Did you know story. Superman's origin story? To a degree. Okay. Like, not to the extent of degree that was shown here, but I knew... This is all embellishment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I actually... It kind of changes with every my movie. My <laughs> fourth bullet point was, is this origin story super faithful? I mean, nothing is. In a, faithful adjacent. <laughs> the bones are there. Yeah. Is it's it's buried in there. <laughs> Everything is just going to be like, there's something, there's something there, sort of. A lot of, a lot of what they do has a root in the comic. One of the things that I think is very prevalent about Zack Snyder, and you potentially you've written something to this degree, is he's a lot of uh, style over substance. Lens flare, right? Yeah, I well, mean, <laughs> even in that, I jotted down lens flare at one point. <laughs> I mean, I think that's more associated to J.J. Abrams. I know it is, but Snyder's like he's got that like blue gray tone. Yeah. Um, a lot of things are kind of drawn out and really dramatic uh, in terms of the fight scenes that I'm sure you're going to talk about. Yeah, like, cool. they go on for like three hours on those things alone. For seemingly no reason. And Lots of destruction, too, but not, not yeah. as many explosions. No, not a Michael Bay level no. of explosion. But still a lot of destruction. I but think like it's pretty common. All with the purpose of a heightened drama, we, mm-hmm. we should say. Because I think that's where his focus is. Is like there's a lot of thematic stuff he tries to put in there, and he really loves to kind of make it as dramatic as possible in the settings, uh, the scenery, the lighting, the 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 shots, the in dialogue. His way. 
it's dramatic all dramatic in his way. <laughs> so Snyderous. Yeah. Snyder dramatic. Mm. So that it's whole very origin easy to scene. See it with his movies. Yeah. Yeah. So that whole origin scene, which you can literally boil down to like four panels in of a comic being, book, like, <laughs> is like four hours in this <laughs> yeah. movie. Yeah, Just right. keeps coming back every like twenty minutes. Um, yeah. yeah, keeps going. Yeah. Qu- question: When was the first? Do you know when, like, time frame-wise, the first Superman comic originated-ish? Like, ballpark, like, even, like, a decade? I have no idea. I, 30s, 40s? I'm sure. I thought I, that was my assumption, but I didn't really know. Yeah, Maybe. I don't know off the top of my that, head. That's, that's fine. But it would be it would be pretty... I mean, it's, it's like, the first American superhero right. mm-hmm. uh, I just, I, I, comic. I, I always love the... The thought of far out things being exactly like your thing. Like you assume an alien race is then going to look exactly like you. Oh. It's or, or <laughs> it, 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 it's like the, the concept of, I think I've brought this up on previous episodes, like watching Star Wars when they're on Hoth in the uh, like the little like defense battle center, whatever. They have all these like holograms and radars and shit going on. But then the way they imagine this far-flung future past, mega technological whatever, everybody still has wired headsets for phones. Right. It's like that sort of thing. It, it seems like a weird disconnect where it's like, it's this super far-off thing, but we need to make it something familiar is what Superman, as an alien, strikes me as. Yeah. It's not like it's, I'm an alien that's taking on the, the, the visage of a human to try and, like, blend. It's like, no, this is just... The we humanoid all, alien. Yeah, we all just look like people. Yeah. Which is weird, to me, at least. That's fair. It doesn't, yeah, okay. It's obviously irrelevant to anything going on here. It's just Superman as a whole is interesting, thinking that, like, this alien planet that colonized a bajillion other planets with Krypton shit, all just look like people. Or do we just look like Krypton? Oh my god, yeah, maybe we're just Kryptonian. <laughs> I mean, like, not for nothing, and I don't think in the 1930, whatever, uh, this was the original intent, but even looking at, like, some of the stuff with this movie and how they build out the origin, that's at least some of the intent there. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. That's fair. Um... Then, yeah, he'll be a freak, he'll be an outcast, blah, 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 blah. Okay, whatever. And then the next no, thing... he'll be a god. That's what that's what Papa Man says. Well, I mean, right. Daddy Man. Pa- uh, pa- I, I don't like Daddy Man. That's way worse for some reason. And then the next thing I thought... Russell Crowe is Daddy Man. <laughs> next thing I jotted down was, didn't need the baby dick, thanks. Could have done without it. Could have just, yeah. What? What were you gonna? What were you gonna respond to that? Was that a was that a tasteful, necessary shot of baby dick? Oh boy. Yeah. Anything to add to that? No. All right. Move How on. late into the episode is this? So I know to just go like 15 minutes in and then just cut out baby dick. You're not cutting out baby dick. I'll keep saying it. Nice try. Um, and then, how did they have a natural birth? Like, what's the whole issue with other people not having natural births? They said, like, oh, this the tradition has been, like, everybody does not have them. And it's like, okay, so one, why is nobody having them? Two, like... Do you need a sex thing. ed class right now? What? <laughs> it's absence first education. <laughs> and then what forced everybody else to have unnatural births? And then why does being a natural birth make you superpowered? And then, But it doesn't, because obviously they go to Earth. Yeah. 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 We got there. And then also, did nobody notice she was the only pregnant one? And it's like, hey, maybe that's weird. No, that's just I, their clothing style. Do we yeah, learn? We're very loose-fitting clothing and hide watermelons frequently. <laughs> Did we learn what her role is? 
what her job is? I mean, I don't is there any friends. particular reason, like, she couldn't have been sequestered away for however long her Kryptonian birth lasts? No, there's no... I, I don't think there's anything mentioned about that. That's fair. Could last five like, hours. I mean, I mean they could just be like, bam, <laughs> popping them out. I think... But then, like, why wouldn't they just all be popping them out? If it's super, super just, like, whatever. I mean, they might have, right? Like, this is... This, like, if you want to dig into this hole, minutia? you're not going to... You're not going to get anything here. I dig into 90% here. of the minutiae. That's all I'm <laughs> You're not going to get any happy answers, is all I, I'm saying. I never get happy answers. Um, but, like, also consider that Jor-El was a man of status, and that because of that and because of what the House of El represented, it gave him a little bit of advantage that, okay, if he's going to have a natural birth, he can have the means to send his son away right, as well. But there, but there are whereas other, other people might not have, even if there was any other... But there are people of status birth. already there. Like, why aren't... Why aren't and they're they obeying the rules of the society, which yeah. is no bump and uglies and to make the, the babies. And what's... Is it just to rule out the potential, the potential of chance is what they were saying? Yeah. Like, everybody's they, they, for a specific purpose, pre- you just think they're above that logic because fuck that. you? Yeah. yeah. Because after thousands of years of this society, that's what they they got to. Mm-hmm. It's like one of the themes of the movie. Yeah, no, I, I, under- <laughs> I understand. It's just Zack it Snyder se- loves his themes, it man. Seems, it seems like there would have been um, some uh, people would have been against it a little bit pre-birth because there would have been you know some. I feel yeah, like you're a... thinking like a human and not a Kryptonian. <laughs> That's true. Right oh, now. sorry. I'm getting so confused because they all look like people. <laughs> and remember, when they go over the history of Krypton, he says it's been like thousands of... Yeah. It's been centuries. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. There probably were people that were like, no, I want to do my regular birth. And then they probably had someone like a General Zod at the time who, however cruel, however whatever, it's for the good of the people. So they go around and just do the, just do the murders. Yeah, sure. Why not? It's all assumption because there's <laughs> nothing to base. I will. I'll bullshit my way through this. Yeah, I'm yeah, totally I mean, fine with that. I'm doing. <laughs> and then when they're popping the little who's a what's it into the what's my Jaeger to then shoot Superman to Earth. I don't know what the hell you want to call that little fucking doohickey that they're putting in all the little consoles. What the fuck do you want to call it? I want to call it a, a whatever a you call it. I'm going to call it a doohickey. A doohickey. A doohickey. So doohickey. when they put it like halfway in, Dude, what's your and his like Zod's like final argument to sway them was, it's the future, and then had no follow up, and then she's like, fuck you, I don't care about the future. I'm going to press the button anyway. It was just a very lame like. This is like because they took the codex. No, I'm aware. That's what they need. That's the future. I I understand, <laughs> but if that's your last stand for the the whole fate of your race. You'd think you'd muster up more than it's the future, yeah, and then just sit there. I don't what know. What would be better? Have no. some sort of monologue or soliloquy of some some substance. You Save all his monologues for the end of the movie. Yeah, no shit. When it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> <laughs> when there's people to sway, when it could matter, he's like, "It's the future." That's Michael Shannon for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's a perfect Michael. Perfect Shannon. Michael Shannon impersonation. Uh, <laughs> and then I just said, "All right, I'll tie here because he kind of wrist-bladed fucking Russell yep. Crowe right there. Um, and then they get sentenced to <clears throat> their giant dildo butt plug rockets <laughs> is is what I um, jotted down there. Can't Fantastic. Nope. nope. <laughs> because I looked at it for a millisecond and then slowly glanced to my left to see if anybody else was witnessing what I was witnessing. <laughs> and it seemed like we were all in agreement that that was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> That nobody in, like, testing was like, uh, excuse, like, just raise your hand, like, excuse me, those, 
Those kind of look like marital aids. Can we not? <laughs> marital aids. Can we not do this right now? And they're like, no, no, no. This is what it's supposed to be. Maybe yeah. we just change it a little. We put our prisoners into marital aids. Yeah. Like, why do you need to put your prisoners into dildos? And then fire I mean, them into the a giant hole. Yeah. <laughs> They have a lot of repressed sexual aggression because they can't have sex. That's, that's really what it is. I mean, that I'll accept. I'll accept that answer. That's a good one. Um, so then I said, so I don't understand what actually happened to Krypton. Did it just explode for seemingly no reason? No. no it was just like the end of their... They mentioned they drilled too deep, drilled too much. They were harvesting the planet's resources. Mm. Okay. And that's what like caused the whole... Planet collapse. Yep. And then I said, and they can send a baby to Earth, but can't just leave once Zod is in custody. Well, by then it's too late. Mm -hmm. And keep in mind, Jor-El already approached the council and they didn't buy his shtick that they need to do something. But if they're if they're like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna bang and have a baby in secret. Why don't we just get the fuck out of here in secret? They don't seem too keen on obeying the rules anyway. Why not just fucking do it? Because then it's a less interesting story, Matt. Like, I don't know. <laughs> You're right. It's riveting at this point. Um, all right. And then I'll, I'll at least say, uh, just because you would have done something differently doesn't make it a plot hole. <laughs> no. No, but it, it just... Putting yourself in the shoes of characters in a certain situation, I'm not saying it's a plot hole, but a normal human being that is They're already... Kryptonian. Yeah. And they were <laughs> predestined to do whatever they were doing. So One they thing, can't just leave. They don't have as much choice as they were trying to give their son. Yeah. One of the things that we'll end up talking about at some point in this movie is that, to a certain degree, you, we just have to accept that the writers put characters in certain situations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. And it might be frustrating for some. Hello. Hi. Also. <laughs> um... But they wouldn't have written it that way if they weren't trying to do a specific a specific thing. Okay. And at least with if we tie Superman this all the way back to his origins, like part of it is that he was the last survivor of this planet come to ours to help. If for whatever reason in two thousand thirteen when this movie came out, mm-hmm. we changed that, it would fundamentally change Superman. Not that there aren't the other things in here that fundamentally change Superman, but he kinda has to be the last Things on the fishing boat. Almost <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we yep. go. <laughs> Almost gets cru- uh, smacked by a cage, and yeah, we're like, "Oh go no, we got some, we got some fishing boat drama." I told you, Snyder loves the drama. Yeah, yeah, so much drama. Oh my god, he almost got smushed. Um, and then the beef scene. Yeah, and then I said, uh, and I said, "Oh well, okay, now you're on the oil rig." And then I said, "Yeah, there's beef. Fucking fine." <laughs> Is what wow. I, is what he seems I wrote so down. mad about that beef. Um, no, it was good. It was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, <laughs> then I was like, why did he lose his shirt here? Okay. Slows you down in the water. Yeah. Okay. Aquaman doesn't <laughs> wear a, a shirt when he yeah. swims. Why would Superman? And then I said... <laughs> also, like, when he walked into that room, he was clearly on fire. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Well, yeah, he could have just... No, actually, he had his he, shirt yeah, off. When yeah, when he was... No, no, he already yeah. had his shirt, yeah. off. shirt off. Just and then his entire just chest Aerodynamics was on fire. Yeah. in the water. And water. then his pants were not water, on fire. Water aerodynamics. I mean, they can't just, like, pants move his pants. Retardant. Shirt not as safe. <laughs> I mean, the, the Hulk gets the to keep his pants. pants. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, nobody wants to see that. That's why. 
Just Nobody <laughs> wants to know what's going on under there. Because I'm just intrigued. Uh, <laughs> and I said, did they know he was Superman at this point? And just say, well, okay, this fucking nutter is going to hold up this oil rig. All right. Yeah. A just nutter. Like, you just called him, call him a, a nutter. fucking nutter. Wow. Like, oh, look at this nutter over here trying to save our like, lives. That's exactly yeah, what yeah. I would if think If you saw that a situation. random dude from your fucking fishing crew start holding up a no, flaming oil rig. No, these are people that were on the oil rig, though. Does it matter? <laughs> then you just met a man that says, hey, I'm going to hold up a flaming oil rig. And you're like, well, all right. This guy seems to have a good head on his shoulders. We'll hop in the helicopter and see you later. He's helping. Yeah. I'm concerned that I'm like, oh shit, like I'm gonna die on this oil rig. Exactly. This guy seems like can he get. can hold up an oil rig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this guy seems like the oil rig holding tight. <laughs> he seems like that kind of guy. I mean, okay, if an oil rig is on fire and a large shirtless man jumps on, I'm probably going to trust him. <laughs> In terms of any other situation happening there, I'm gonna go like, uh. this random dude just jumped on this oil rig without a shirt, I'll probably trust. That's another theme does. of the movie. Trust the shirtless Trust. man. Yeah. Trust the shirtless man. That's him. Okay. Uh, and next thing I jotted down was, okay, his pecs are pretty nuts. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're pretty nuts. They were popping. They, they were yeah. popping. They were popping left and right. Um, and then the next thing I got was, I think they were on the, the bus. We went to the flashback. When they were, yeah. the, when they were we lads. Him as a kid. And then I said, I love, I love the young Clark scenes. I was like, ha, got him with dick splash. <laughs> 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 nice burn, bud. <laughs> Knock off Danny Tamborelli. Um, that character, if I'm remembering. Danny Tamborelli? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Pete. Um, and if, Pete. If I'm Danny remembering. Tamborelli. Exactly. Okay. If I'm remembering correctly, that <laughs> character was created in a story called Superman Birthright, um, which was written by a writer named Mark Wade. And I'm mentioning that now because I'm going to bring Mark Wade and Superman and his or his connection to writing Superman and Superman Birthright later. So I'm I'm, pl- I'm planting a seed here for you. Yeah, you you, you will we'll sow it later. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Then there was a thing that I wrote down that immediately deleted. You thought he let the, the kid die. <laughs> no, 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 no. I went a different. You thought he was going to turn into Aquaman no, and just go no, live no, in the water. we're going to keep on moving on. Uh, All right. All right. I'm not going to touch it. I'm not going to touch it. I wrote down an inappropriate statement, we'll say. As funny as it was, it was uh, rude. We can so, cut it out. <laughs> no, we're not going to cut this out in post. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway. <clears throat> and then when they're they're in the barn like talking like Costner's talking to him about like how he's not from this world the the tone of that t- conversation in the beginning is like you're not from this world Clark also your mother and I are getting a divorce is the tone <laughs> is the tone of what this chat is right now <laughs> luckily it turned around and was far more uplifting but at the beginning I was like oh yeah. no he's ruining this marriage what is he doing here's a fun fact for you <laughs> I saw Man of Steel twice in I'm theaters so sorry. And so I saw it once with Jess, and then I saw it a second time with my dad, because my dad really wanted to see it. And during that scene, when that happened, my dad started crying during the, no, Clark, I am your father moment. My dad my dad started crying in the theater. Aww. That's cute. Fun fact. Yeah, that wasn't the fun fact. <laughs> I don't know. That's sort of fun fact oh. I was expecting, TBH. Personal fact. Yeah, that's more of a personal fun fact. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and blah 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 blah, and I. 
after he's talked about getting off in this world, Clark, and then I was like, yeah, and the other name is suspiciously close to the one we gave you. <laughs> Neat. They gave him a name that seems very suspiciously close to what his actual name was. So what is his actual name? I can't remember what it is. Wow. <laughs> it's like one <laughs> syllable. I know, it's like... <laughs> Three letters. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> Just Ka-El or something? Or something. Cal. 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 Whatever. Cal-El. Cal-El? Cal of the House yeah, of El. Cal. Right. Like Cole, the son of Cole. No, I, I gotcha. The House of El. I gotcha. <laughs> okay. Uh, Cal. Zod, Jor. Cal Ripken Jr. Rip. <laughs> Zor, I got it. Yeah. Um, and then I said, when they're in the in the, the scene where the dudes grab Asin, I said, would you stand up to Henry Cavill regardless of Superman-ness? Oh. Yeah, that guy was... Uh, scrawny yeah. little, I know. Scrawny little jamote like, ass-grabbing. Little Henry jumbo. Cavill comes over, he's like, uh, you want to fucking go? He's like, and he's like, yeah, I'll fucking go. <laughs> It's like yeah, 10 no. feet taller than exactly. I would pound his ass in regardless of being Superman. Yeah. And I was, and I said... It's like very much like like the head is the full yeah, tilt yeah, back exactly. to look up at his Like you face. can see his pecs through the apron. Do you think he's fucking around, bud? <laughs> um, so I was like, yeah, the Mack truck was a good touch, but he's I He's got his buds there and probably yeah. back him up. There's a fight. Yeah. So the Mack truck was a good touch, but I really wanted to see him get his shit pushed in. But... But would he? Now that you know more about the Superman, no, would he? Uh, no. <laughs> you seem so disappointed by that. Because what do you think the possible end result is of you throwing people through fucking buildings? <laughs> yet you get so and oh no, I snapped a dude's neck. You threw twelve people through like skyscrapers. We'll, what do we'll, you think the possible end result of that? We will talk about get that. there. Oh. There's a lot to unpack. <laughs> we'll get there. There's so many suitcases. Um, there's a lot to unpack. Oh, Jesus okay. Christ, keep up. Um, <laughs> fuck you. God damn it. Wow. Not my fault you got got. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> woo. Anyway. And then I said, okay, so she's just a reporter by day, but apparently like Indiana Jones by night. As she found herself on like the side of this fucking glacier going into this yeah. cave. Side yeah, note, she's they an intrepid pull- reporter. She's a Pulitzer Prize winner. Yeah, <laughs> she's like really like made a point to fucking bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. When it's negative 40 degrees outside, yeah. according to Mr. Baloney. <laughs> <laughs> Phony Baloney, that is. Um, can I ask, like, they were trying to unearth this artifact. What they didn't, the, the submarine, but not a submarine, whatever. Yeah, a random like, a reporter is just able to kind of waltz on. It was just they were trying to extricate it from there. Or was nobody even able to access it through that cave? Because everybody seemed to not have any idea what it was. And I don't yeah. think they could break through the ice. That's they were why still he was... drilling. Yeah. Had the... But then how did everybody else get... Like, how did Superman and Lois Lane just kind of waltz on in? He was burning the ice with his eyes. That was the whole thing. Oh, scene and then there. he walked... Through. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that makes me feel... When, he, walk, when he finished <laughs> walking through, you saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that, I do recall that. That makes far more sense. Because I was like, if... A, like fucking Pulitzer Prize or can just kind of like waltz on in and be like hey what's up guys uh, it would be really yeah. fucking stupid but not as fucking stupid <laughs> <clears throat> oh I forgot that this app doesn't for some reason um, my spell check doesn't work in this app and who doggy is this a rough one? Oh my god oh no okay we already touched upon it thank Christ what did you say dude it's it's borderline illegible 
go for it. <laughs> no, like, <laughs> they have this whole installation Sith, the Amy, the uh, and Otker <laughs> shit to get this extracted, get Superman and Lois just waltz on in, no biggie. There it is. <laughs> Perfect. Something about the Sith. I, <laughs> the Sith is in there. The Sith. I clearly had Obi-Wan on the mind. Um, yeah, and then, I can do things other people can't, like shoot lasers on my eyes. No biggie. It's just like a weird, like... We're not going to talk about... There's, there's two other things in there? Oh, uh, what? Well, one, there's the robot. Yeah, the robot was weird. It was like, oh, no, you put the thing half in. That pissed me off. No, you have to push it in a little further. Yeah, that's the spot. Now we're cool. Well, because at first I think it's like, oh, intruder. And then so it's like, oh, goes the systems are on. I've got other shit to do now. But, so, uh, obviously that robot serves two purposes. One is seeding for later when the big machine has all the same weird tentacles. But two, um, in the reboot of Action Comics, that I, th I think uh, it was like the new 52 Grant Morrison one, um, they sort of seeded a, a, a much bigger Superman villain by saying that, okay, all of the technology that Krypton has and all of, like, it's in Superman's... Uh, this pod that flew him to Earth and a bunch of other stuff that they have, um, it sort of teased that, oh, this is actually this big, bad, familiar villain that everybody kind of knows. And I think that they're at least attempting to do the same thing here that now they can sort of bring that, okay. that same angle. Okay. I would say who that villain is, but it would have zero resonance with yep. you. So I'll at least say remember it. <laughs> one interesting thing that they did there was try and sort of plant that seed. And then the other thing is, uh, as he's walking through, he found a skeleton in one, like encased in one of the pods, yeah. but also one of the pods was open. And there were assumptions at the time that Man of Steel came out that that pod being open was implying, okay, potentially there's another character that's still out there that could be in one of a few options. Yeah. And it's only 18,000 years old, so yeah. it's fine. So yeah. it's doing, it's doing yeah. all right. Seems cool. I would also like to point out, I don't know how Amy Adams survived being tossed like a freaking rag, and that was fine. Yeah, we're, there's going to be a lot of questions. That would have broken an entire about, spine. About, like... <laughs> people's fortitude and the, the regular structure of, you know, people. <laughs> not, <laughs> not just humans, but... Just, just all living beings. Okay. <laughs> Gonna have some questions. Uh, next up, they're in the bar. She's giving them the story. I just had sick Windows phone. Moving on. I was one of the few, the proud owners of a Windows phone, and it was not terrible. It just wasn't good. You also said you missed the Nokia ringtone. Mm -hmm. I did. It's good. It's a good ringtone. I'm not going to hate on that. Um, then I said, so we're doing dead force ghosts now. Sort of. Pretty definitely sort of. <laughs> it's really bringing my Obi-Wan thing to a, to a head. You could argue that what they were doing there technically predates force ghosts. Okay, then Star Wars was doing... Fucking Russell Crowe ghosts. I don't care. So, so Superman, you were, you were mentioning this in the first episode. Superman's home is the Fortress of Solitude. Yeah. And you were confused. You're like something is solitude. The Hall of Solitude. I don't know. Um, I, did, I did say something along those lines. But uh, you know, his Fortress of Solitude was this huge ice structure. So mm -hmm. they kind of were doing okay. We've got the ship buried in the ice, and now it's out there. You know, hanging out in the ice. Um, and part of it was that they could use these uh, crystals 
from Krypton that are similar to the things that he used to, uh, through Kryptonian technology or whatever, talk to their ancestors. Okay. So like in the original Superman movie, that was Marlon Brando, for example, instead of Russell Crowe. No offense to Russell Crowe, but that's a downgrade. I mean, <laughs> any, any, all offense to Russell Crowe. Literally, <laughs> no, literally, literally anybody would have been a downgrade for Marlon Brando, but like that's a pretty steep decline. Yeah. Unfortunate. Anywho. Yeah, and then the, the whole argument Russell, like, I'm going to keep just calling him Russell, why they were saying that they had to stay on Krypt- Krypton was that just that they were tied to its fate. And I'm like... But you just because you say you're tied to something's fate doesn't mean you're tied to something's fate. Like, oh, but I can't because drama. I need to be tied to this thing. It's like, no, you don't actually have to be. You have well, free will. You can do so. But do they have free will? <clears throat> what was Zod's reasoning at the end? It's like, this is all I've grown up. This is all I can do is to protect Krypton. Okay. So how much free will do they have? I mean, I guess it brings in the question of nature versus nurture. Then what were they, but what were they, what was Russell Crowe bred to be then? A smart aleck. <laughs> right. Well, he's a smarty pants on, yeah. on Krypton. Yeah. yeah, he's like their head scientist or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in, in, in Earth jobs, we would call it a scientist. But on Kryptonian, it's a smarty pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a head smarty pants? <laughs> Is all the sporty pantsery? Um, then I said, you just had the suit ready to go in the back, huh? Yeah. There was, like, no fanfare about that at all. There was, was like, a lot of fanfare. Not really. Literal fanfare. The whole, that's when the main Superman theme plays. Literal fanfare. It was, I don't know, it was, I found it pretty weak. Just like, oh, I guess he's just like... What did you want? I don't know. I'm going to have a whole sewing sequence where he's like, oh my guess I'm going to put all these blues well, in Well, everybody has done the whole sequence of like putting the suit on. Like, the suit. And that wasn't that wasn't enough for you? No. Slowly walks out. You wanted a one minute montage of him just slowly like pulling the suit up his arm. Did you not want that? I don't understand your question. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not something everybody in this room would have been totally okay with? <laughs> I say that with a staunch record of heterosexuality. I really wanted to see that. <laughs> I'm just saying. I thought it was just like, yeah, okay, fine. I get it. He just, he's just, it just seemed like, yes, there was literal fanfare, but it wasn't like build up. It was kind of just like, oh, and now he has a suit on. All right. I feel like that whole thing was Did you see Spider-Man put a suit on? Like, what other superheroes have you seen, like, put on the suit? Dude, Iron Man, the whole sequence is him fucking building the suit. Okay, and, well, that's like, different. That's, that's, that's the different. entire Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I picked a thing to support an argument. Sorry. One. Where was the fanfare in Thor putting on Thor's suit? Yeah. Captain America just kind of shows up in Captain America's suit. Yeah. Spider-Man is just given a suit and he's like, cool, and then he's wearing it. Yeah, like, at, well, I guess actually Thor yeah. does kind of lightning yeah, his does. suit. Yeah, But originally, when he first shows up, he's in his costume. It's only then later... His costume. Yeah, but yeah. once again... Are you his costume. Gonna say, yeah. Are you going to say Thor's onesie is as fucking iconic as Superman's, like, oh. suit and cape? It's don't, pretty, pretty don't iconic. Even. <laughs> With I the mean, S on it, like, let's, let's be real for a all second. Alright, well, if we're talking about, like, the most iconic superheroes, Superman is literally is. the most iconic Superman yeah. Ever. Yep, Superman is the most iconic Superman. Superman. 
He's the most uh, iconic superhero. You're going to be real disappointed when Batman doesn't put on his suit with any special flair either. Hmm. I, I like flair. I'm sorry. I'm a fan. I would say that there's a ton of flair in that sequence. The sli- uh, like, okay, yeah, you don't see him, like, pulling the boot on, but, like, for the first, like, minute or so, liked, it's just, like, just a shot of, like, his legs walking Honestly, all I would have wanted... A dramatic sky in the background while he kind of stares wa- at his hands. All I would have wanted is, like, because clearly this thing was already made, which makes, it think, makes you think that it was passed down, or that it was something that was cre- conceived or created by his parents or something on Krypton, just, like, showing it not on his body first. That's it literally all I wanted. they did. did. When did they do that? When, when he opened, opened the door. Up, and it was just floating there. Oh, I may have actually been jotting something down at the time. That actually would have sustained me then. I would have felt okay. fine. Did you miss? I completely missed that. Did you? Because li- <laughs> literally I, look, cause I looked up when he was just standing there with the suit. I'm like, oh, that's lame. You missed the whole, the door opens, the suit is there, and they and both look at it for like 30 seconds and look back at that. one another. Because okay. I'm pretty sense. sure I was busy correcting the spelling on one of my other, <laughs> one of my other things at that point. Yeah, I was yeah. talking about the because you were, why were you, do you think you were tied to its fate? I had fucked up all of the words there, <laughs> and most of them are still fucked. So yes, okay. So you you that, missed the the reveal. Wait, of I the will suit. I will delete. That. I feel I feel like what you really wanted was out in Antarctica or wherever they was was like a phone booth that he walked into, that would rad. just spun that really quick and then walked as out. Fuck. But no, that's it, really what you wanted. Had I seen, the, <laughs> had you been paying attention to the yeah. movie? Yeah, but I just couldn't be bothered. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, I, I get it. Let's see what we're doing here. I'm sorry, I can't see because when I watch the movie and try and type while watching the movie, it comes out dog shit. So then I need to either spend time correcting the dog shit that I've regurgitated on my phone, or get it right the first time. Both of which require me to put my eyes on my phone and not on the movie. Give me fucking dragon speech recognition. I'll just be talking the whole goddamn movie. I'll just, I'll just be yelling like Wiley and going into fucking dildo butt plugs. And that'll be a fun <laughs> way to spend a movie, right? We'll, we'll change the format of the show so that it'll actually be live commentary with the movie. And we our listeners will have to hit play at the same time that we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Mystery <laughs> Science Theater 3000. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and then play Dark Side of the Moon backwards. Yeah. Yeah, it get weird. Um, where was I? Yeah, and then they had the whole, like, always learning to fly sort of montage thing. Fine. He had to make his way back home. Nice. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's one of the scenes that, uh, for what it's worth, I feel is like, when I say there's, like, a good Superman movie hidden in that movie, that's, like, one of the scenes of him, like, out there kind of, like, struggling to fly, but also, like, clearly, like, laughing and having a good time. Clearly, he's thing. having a great time. He's enjoying it. He's just like, How hey, would you not enjoy sort of flying? First, I'm hopping, doing some big hops. <laughs> now hop. I'm out in space. Yeah, around. it seemed like there was... That was a very quick turnaround from hopping and jumping to in the stratosphere. He's a quick learner. I... Clearly... Um, <clears throat> and then I jotted down one of the things that irked me about the with Captain America in the beginning about everybody idolizing and the thing to aspire to and I was like cool another impossible thing to aspire to yay and then moved on uh, well that's a big thing in this movie mm-hmm. and I'm actually surprised you haven't really touched on it as what much <clears throat> that he's an impossible ideal to, to strive obviously well even bigger than that like like when in the beginning of the movie when they send him off as a baby like Jor-El refers to him as like they're going to view him as a, a god, god. he's mm-hmm. a literal superman uh, his father Jonathan on earth is always like once they figure out who you are you're going to change the world mm-hmm. and like all this stuff kind of like really rests on your shoulders like there's a there's a lot here 
I mean, I guess we can talk about it a little bit more later. You might have written more about this, but but there's a lot here seemingly being pushed on him as mm-hmm. like an important figure. Yeah, yeah. It's he also has a lot of responsibility. The fucking cause of all of it sounds sure. It's unfortunate. Bad luck for him. Um, and then when the twister started up, I said, "Is he going to reverse fly to stop the twister?" The twister. That, that didn't wow. happen. That unfortunately, did not happen. I said, and then I said, so he'd rather die than just show the world who he was. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> that was his father's wishes. I know. Maybe you just say, hey, Dad, you're being a fucking idiot. I'm going to save your goddamn life, you stupid, dumb moron. But what if by saving his life, he made, his, he made their lives worse? Mm-hmm. By revealing who he is. There's already people ready. that Jonathan has had to very purposefully talk to in the town to say, hey, my kid's just a kid. He's nothing special. Don't call the cops. Yeah, but don't, <laughs> don't worry. Don't be a snitch. But don't worry. Don't worry. In ten years, I'm gonna save save the entire world from planetary destruction. When he's but ready. Then I'm gonna yeah. put, but then I'm gonna put he's glasses on. He's a lot of learning to do. Then I'm gonna put glasses on, and people are still not gonna know who the fuck I am, except for yeah. like five people. Yeah. But people in this podunk town in Kansas, fun, they're all gonna spread the word. Fun fact: <clears throat> in promotion of I think Batman v Superman, not Man of Steel, Henry Cavill went. Uh, they sent him out into New York or something yeah, with glasses <laughs> and had him talk to random people and nobody recognized yep. him. It was but did they recognize him when he took his glasses off? Were they like, oh, that's Henry Cavill or, oh, I still don't know who that is, but then that was the like, oh, it's Henry Cavill. <laughs> like, if you don't know who Henry Cavill is, you don't know who Henry Cavill in glasses is. Like, <laughs> fuck, that's not news. You're saying like, oh, phony baloney's in this movie. Put him in glasses. Put a fucking goatee in a, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck he does. I don't know who he is. Now I do. <laughs> I don't know who Phony Baloney is now, but... Um, Are we talking about Christopher Baloney? Christopher, Christopher Maloney Baloney Phony. Okay. Mm-hmm. Banana Fana Fofoli. Fifi Fofoli. Baloney. Um, we aren't even, like, halfway through. No, we are this not. This going to be so long. much longer than it needs to be. But we're also, I think, at the point where you stopped writing. I, I, my writing slowed down. <laughs> there was literally a point where you just kind of lounged out on the couch. Yeah, I was just like, I'm whatever. And I could tell, like, okay, now he's starting to write again, but there was a huge chunk of that movie where yeah. you just gave up. So, yeah, then Zod was doing the whole, like, hey, we need the fucking Codex school. Cuts all the planetary power and makes all the things... Little movie, so all the little little, little indie film. That was nice. It was good. It was mm. very tasteful. Can uh, I ask you a question? Up until like at up until this point, you're still writing things. Are you in? Are you enjoying the movie at all? Uh, partially. Like I'm. It's still like oh cool. It's filling in blanks of the origin story that I didn't know, and like <clears throat> some of it's mildly interesting, but most of it's just frustrating to me. That like I know this is how it like in some way it like this is how generally it goes in the comics in terms of him not revealing his identity and yada yada blah 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 blee blee blue, but it seems to be at the like to the to the you know I don't know runs the risk of hurting more people than it's helping at that point I feel, and if you revealed yourself early on earlier on you could do more good at that point you have mm-hmm. more time for good if you will. Because okay. you can be more overtly good. You don't need to be like skulking around in the shadows. You can be just like, yeah, I'm Spider-Man. It's fine. But also, consider that the second he revealed himself, things got worse. And I think that was one of the things that his father well, was that's not afraid of. That, that wasn't when he revealed himself, though. That's when he activated the little fucking beacon thing. So yeah, and it, like as, had, well, as soon as he... Uh, and that was also the point the article had come out. Like, the, like people started right. to know there was a mystery man. <clears throat> Somewhere on Earth. And yeah. he literally brought a whole bunch of people that were trying to destroy the planet as a result, right? 
Um, to, to put it in a context that you're familiar with, right, it's like with Batman, as soon as Batman showed up, you also had the Joker who appeared and did all that fucking chaos just as, like, the, to be the polar opposite. Right. And I think that with his father, it was like, I don't want, I don't want you to do stuff until you're ready to take on that challenge. Mm-hmm. Then, using that logic, wouldn't it be better if he just lived as a fucking hermit for his entire life? Yeah, potentially. Because, <laughs> like, that, yeah, that would have avoided Zod ever finding him and coming back to Earth. They probably never... I mean, they might have, right, to just try and terraform it, but they wouldn't have specifically come back for him for the Codex. Mm-hmm. Okay, then they did the other flashback where he's getting bullied, and I was like, yeah, getting bullied while reading Plato, eighth grade, right? Because <laughs> he has a book that just says fucking Plato on the front the of it. Republic like Republic of Plato. Goddamn yeah. philosopher. Yep. That's more Snyderisms for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at you how smart this kid is. Snyder loves... Themes. You're gonna see this it's themes again. Bitch, yeah, you're gonna see a lot this of that God and Wood. Way worse in the next movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Snyder loves his allusions to things. Yeah, and using like the classical literature. literature or art or things. There's literally things in in the next movie that are based on famous paintings. Mm-hmm. The literally how it's framed in the movie is to mimic certain classical paintings and it's just like i a fair amount i would imagine uh to a certain degree i smell like pretzels i I feel like snyder was a like i don't know like a religious studies major or something most likely yeah yeah. okay fine whatever um and then i said then i just said superman in shackles with a cape in an interrogation room is a humorous image I found that to. That was one of the first images from the movie. I think it was a poster. I found that to be funny. Hmm. And then just like when he gets up and he's just like clink and just kind of like just undoes the handcuffs like they're literally nothing. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that scene. And then I just said, Jesus, the lens flare everywhere. (laughs) He just loved zooming in on the fucking sun every two goddamn seconds. Well, that's how he gets his power. It's through photosynthesis. It's like vegans. Photosynthesis. That's how they get their power. Yeah, is that that how it works? Yeah. I was unaware. I haven't read it. Fun fact, uh, Superman, I think in one comic, was actually vegetarian. Noted. The more you know. That's true. What (laughs) do you think about the S? It's not an S. No, I know it wasn't an S. I knew it was Hope already. You knew it was Hope already. Well, I mean, I guess they they did say that earlier in the movie. Well, Mm -hmm. I meant prior to this movie, I knew that that was the conceit of the S. Okay. Is that not a sufficient answer for you? No, it's fine. Do you not believe me, or? <laughs> no, I mean, you probably saw it on a meme somewhere, I guess. I've been on the interwebs occasionally. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, I guess my, so I had some confusion here. Is this, is this where you stopped? I don't remember. When Zod showed up? This was partially, so I was like, so they said after they were sentenced to whatever, the Phantom Zone or whatever, and they were like there, after Krypton fell, they were freed. Right, because the machinery Which that was keeping was them like, in there broke. Right, but that that seemed like it was like zero passage of time, or so minimal passage of time that it seemed borderline irrelevant. Yeah, I was like, so they were sentenced to their dildos to die. Then, <laughs> then Krypton was destroyed, which freed them after like twelve minutes. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was just weird. I don't know, it was just like, Space has weird they were all like talking about like their captivity things. as if like, oh my god, it's like, no, dude, you were there for like a minute and a half, fucking, stop being a bitch. Maybe that's why he wasn't too worried when he got put in the dildo. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nah, you guys are gonna be dead in a little bit, I'll be out of this dildo soon. I mean, he was screaming that he's he's gonna go find the baby. He probably knew he was gonna get out. 
And then he's gonna find that baby. Then for then Russell Crowe's force ghosting with Lois Lane, doing all the shit. Did you close that door? Nah, that wasn't me. I just did a nice broad sweeping hand motion, and it happened before mm-hmm. you were about to get shot. Could have been anybody. The hand motions seem unnecessary if you're just in the computer. Yeah, you could just kind of be standing. This is drama. Yeah. <laughs> just jazz <laughs> hands everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. How do you know they're doing a thing if they don't show they're doing it? Yeah. <sighs> also, I mean, it's also important. I, you could force push somebody without force pushing them. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and then I was like, okay. I said, why can't you just... So they mentioned that all of the, the outposts that they used to have were then, like, defunct and abandoned as they were, like, going planet to planet to try and find this kid with the codex. And they're saying that they're going to all these different planets that used to be outposts for uh, Krypton are basically defunct and empty. Why don't they just inhabit those outposts? Because they're looking for the Codex. But I'm saying once you get the Codex, why do you then need to be like, oh, this has got to be the place they're already in a good planet. You know, why, why do extra work at that point? <laughs> Earth had, a, had an outpost on it, yeah. yeah. And now they've got the, the Codex. Yeah. It just why do they want to hop here? back to another planet? It just seemed if you had the option, like... Hey, there's going to be a lot of opposition as these people are going to try and not have us be murdered, or we can just go like up there, like it's just like right there, right over there, and then we can just kind of do it right there. For all that you learned about General Zod, <laughs> yeah. you really, at the end of the day, think he was just like, maybe I won't murder. But you think you'd take a the planet? But you would take the path of least resistance. No, no. Why would he's you? literally bred us for? He's fine with it. They're all fine with it. It's not a matter of being fine it. with it. It's a matter of that's far more effort than you need to exert. But he d- I don't well, that's the whole point of them. Is they want to be, fight. Yeah. They want to have war. I thought it was he was just he was just. Pre- and they've got these <laughs> giant planetary things. Like they've got yeah. one one super dude. But they, like they already, don't think that they're gonna lose this. So it's and they've already had outposts that have already been terraformed and everything's already ready for them. So they don't have to go through this little period of being like, oh shit, the air sucks. Like it just. Like, there's already places where you've already done it, and it seems like you've already put in that work. Why would you put it in again? No, they had started terraforming. They didn't successfully terraform. The other outposts? Yeah, because that's why all those people were dead. <laughs> and that's why they got a second... They, that's where they took the world engine away yeah. from. Mm. That's why all those skeletons were yeah. there, and they were wearing breathing masks on the planet. Exactly. And it's not like General Zod is really afraid of the humans. Yeah, I mean, the planet, they still a... they still need Superman for the Codex, so right. it doesn't really matter at the end of the day if all is left as humans. It's like, psh, pissants, really, at that point. Yeah. Right. Whatever. And then they're, like, on Main Street in Smallville. So are we not going to talk about the Jesus stuff? What about the Jesus stuff? All of the stuff. <laughs> the giant theme. <laughs> that they, the like, you you still <laughs> haven't brought it up, and that that, you skipped over the most blatant moment where they tried to make Superman look like Jesus. Oh, where he's in the fucking church? Talking no. To the... When he comes <laughs> out of the spaceship and puts his arms out with oh, the fucking yeah, and cross and like flows backwards down. Into... Yeah. But yeah, like in the church, he's talking about like, I have to do all these things and I, I should I sacrifice myself for mankind? And there's this huge fucking... Oh, look, yeah, look at that the giant... Back there. Um, and the stained glass yeah. of Christ there. Yeah. There's, a, there's like a ton of religious and Christian specific iconography in that movie with the whole goal to try and make Superman look like Jesus. Yep. Because a big, again, a big thing that Snyder does is he takes all of this other shit uh, and he's like, I'm going to make allusions to this and this and this and Yo, wow, these paintings. and What these a difficult blah, 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 blah. illusion to have to make. Wow, what a deep cut. You picked 
I don't know, the most iconic religious figure ever. Wow. And made him into Superman. Wow, yeah. what a what a Superman deep. even references the fact that he's thirty three years old in the movie. He does, which is yeah, that's And I bring this up because before the movie I did say You said Superman him. was super mega Jesus. <laughs> I had these weird, like weird moments of clairvoyance. It would only have been weirder if you said he was a Zune. Yeah. The Zune thing still made me almost shit my pants laughing. I went under the table for that guy. I was re-watching Guardians 2 with my parents, and when the Zune thing came on, I nearly lost my fucking mind again. Um, yeah, I get it. Like, that's... that's That seems like a lazy... I don't know. Comparing the guy that needs to sacrifice himself for mankind to Jesus is not, like the hardest of analogies to make. So I that's why the hardest. Yeah. I think they did it on purpose. Well, yeah. no shit. It, it's, it's just Warner Brothers actually created a campaign. This is 100% true. This is going to make you very angry. If you, uh, this is so true that if you type into Google, and I'm telling you to do this, you can do this later, our listeners can do this, type in Matthew Malikoff, Man of Steel, into Google. In Literally. Quotes? No, no quotes. Just type Matthew Malikoff. Uh, Man of Steel into Google. Literally, the first result you get is Jesus Christ Superman. How Warner Brothers is marketing Man of Steel to pastors. First result. <laughs> wow, you're really you're you're ranking for that one. That's good. I, I, I am the number out. one ranking source of news about Superman and Jesus. And Matthew Malikoff. <laughs> 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 Mind you. Uh, but yeah, they they created a website called Man of Steel Ministry Resources that pastors could use Yo, to take their kids to go see Man of Steel and then talk about Christ with Yo, them. That's fucked yeah. up. They, that's a that's, that's a real thing up. that they did. That Dude, sounds correct. Do you want to yeah. be like Superman? It's well, a, I I would encourage you to read the I article. Will read that it'll make me if very would, angry. If you would like to see me be kind of sarcastic about it, <laughs> um, and I will note that the the last four words of this article are at least he's hot. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if we're gonna believe all the artwork, Jesus was shredded, so you know that makes yeah. sense. That adds up. I feel like Henry needs to be a little bit more tan. Moving on. Um, so, so they're having a little battle on Main Street in Smallville. Yep. Everybody's running into their 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 stores and locking the doors. I was like, good thing you locked the doors, 7-11. guys. 7-Eleven. You just witnessed a Sears. A Sears. <laughs> Sears. A lot of where Martha works. Exactly. And she was wearing a Sears. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Did you know that the mom's name is Martha? No. And the father's name is Jonathan. Yeah. I knew Jonathan. I mean, that's not important at all. Okay. That was all. Burn. <laughs> um, I said, good thing you locked the doors, guys. You just witnessed a super... IHOP. A su- yes, IHOP. Also. So much IHOP. You just guys want to go get IHOP, IHOP after this? I really You do. just witnessed a superhuman fly punch a man through a building, but yeah, the deadbolt will do. Oh, yeah. Um, so, remember, uh, you've seen this Family Guy clip of the mild inconveniencing, and I asked you, do you know who that, that was? That's so. That's Zod and the the giant Kryptonian that he fights, as well as the female Kryptonian he fights, are facsimiles of the characters from, from Superman the, from Two from that scene that you're referencing, where he throws, throws the, the throws the okay. So Zod is the same, but the other two characters are just like the general. And there's idea a, there's another scene in a different Family Guy episode where Lois is kicking the piss out of people at um, the drunken clam. And he, she kicks a couple people that look like Kryptonians into some, like, diamond thing. And then they just, like, fly in a diamond into space. That's the end of Superman 2. Okay. I figured that was another that's, reference. That's the original <laughs> film version of the negative zone. That, okay. <laughs> so we went from a, a, a spinning mirror in space 
to dildos in the black hole. Yep. I feel like we should have gone back to Paris. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. And then I said, okay, Superman is strong from the atmosphere and absorbing the radiation on Earth. Why the fuck are Zod's dudes so strong? I mean, they they are still getting some of it. They're just not getting it as concentrated as Superman mm-hmm. has. But he absorbed this over a period of 33 years. They just got here. No, they've been around the moon for a little while, they said. They've been in orbit of Earth for a period of time before they came down. I guess I'm wondering... Also, there's a literal monologue where General Zod goes, I've spent years mastering my body. <laughs> yeah, but you can master your body all you want on your own planet without the superhuman radiation bullshit getting into a certain level of... I mean, they already know how to fight. Mm-hmm. Um, there's they're, a middle... They're strong fighters. There's if a anything, line between learning how to this fight is just fucking lasers out of your eyes. Yeah, well, Zod's the only one that does that. Yeah. Well, and Superman. And why? Because he's been on the planet for an hour and a half? Because he gets so mad it just happens. He doesn't yeah. seem in control of that. He doesn't have as good mastery of his powers as Superman does. But so, he's also so, the general of war. But, but then, for so that are planet. we to believe that Superman, were he not on Earth, would technically have similar, or have the potential for similar powers, but it was just accelerated by his being on Earth? Is that no, where Superman learned how to control his powers. Mm-hmm. So he already had them. Yeah. Right. Prior to being, like, as a wee baby, he had these powers. It's and the effect of the yellow sun yeah. on the Kryptonians. To have those Just powers. makes him more yes. powerful. That's yeah. what creates those powers. Mm-hmm. Krypton has a red sun, so they don't have those powers on Krypton, so they're just normal people. It's a different atmosphere. It affects their bodies in different ways. So then we're to believe that... So it's, Zod this is also explained in the first five yeah, minutes. So Zod, no, I know. But then, so Zod and all of his people get all of this power from the short period of time they've been in orbit. They're affected by some level of radiation. Right. But the that main, just speeds them up. Right. But the main That's difference here, 60, like which impressive. they even pointed out, is Maybe not that Teslas. it's the level of power. It's that Clark has learned how to hone the power that right. he's developed on Earth. Right. Like being and able to focus and right. stuff and like that. That's they why I love the that. scene yeah. where, where Zod, like the mask came off of Zod and he was like struggling yeah. like he was in the closet. That's not, you know what I mean. When he was a kid in the, <laughs> the flashback in the closet, having all yep. the senses, yes. I got you, yeah. Um, so I guess going from having no fucking idea what the fuck is going on to then being able, like, maybe not control the, the laser vision, but everything else being totally okay with everything that's going on and being able to fight super competently with all of this stimuli blasting in the face, it seemed like a very... For Zod? Yeah. Or the other Krypton? Zod. It seems like a very quick... Like, There's also a scene where Zod gets that in control when he's by himself and he kind of looks at his hand and learns how to focus in. I understand. You're distilling 33 years of Superman learning this craft to five seconds of Zod staring at his hand. Yes. That's fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> that's makes... the whole point of Zod. Yeah, is to... that's, the po- that's who he is. <laughs> yeah. So Superman had only been alive for 33 years in Earth culture doing Earthian things. Yep. Zod was literally born, bred, raised everything for this one purpose, to fight. But there's a difference in learning how to fight versus learning how to control these new... Like, this whole sensory explosion that you've never experienced in your history of your existence. He's not great at using them, but he's just... Like, he knows what to do after a few tries. Whatever. It's kind of like... It's like he's picking up a gun, and he's shooting it, and he's recognizing that the gun has recoil. So the next time, he's 
anticipating I, the recoil I un- so he doesn't get fucked up. I understand. There's just... He's, a, he's smart. But this seems exponentially... <laughs> he's also a smarty pants. This seems <laughs> exponentially more complex than that in terms of the powers being wielded as well as the stimuli needing to be blocked out as well as the, as well as no. the focus. <laughs> I think, no. I think you're no. making this overly <laughs> complex. I, okay. As there's a very simple explanation you just won't accept. Yeah, because I think it's stupid. What, do you need, like, years of training? It's like... Oh. Well, you figured, like, Superman's been adapting to this for 33 years. Yeah, but even he only figures out how to fly it, like, an hour earlier. Mm-hmm. And now he's flying like a champ. But yeah, once again, th- th- 33 years versus, th- like, 33 years and, like, 10 more days. Like... It's been, like, a day for him since he's learned yeah. how to fly. And plus, he's, he's, had, he's kept all of these powers under wraps, too. He's yeah, but he's, had some, but he's had some lead time. The only thing he knows how to do is, like, hold back a falling oil tanker and, yeah. and not fall over and when a jamoke pushes him. Like, That's it. Yeah. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> cool. It's, it's whatever. Uh-huh. And then we're to expect, so Zod is, Zod's people are in the same exact situation, them being close to the sun. They picked it up in 14 yeah. seconds, and they're also a skill. Well, fine. Whatever. They're skilled warriors. Cool beings. Bred for war. Yep, yep. That makes it so I can fight other beings on other planets and then get different powers and then immediately master them. That's how that works. And I said, laser laser eyes is the underused chest Hadouken of DC. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Yeah, Why not? (laughs) Only gets used in very specific situations when it would be useful in all of them. Um, and I said the reason why I was a little bit sour on this movie I said her just standing there and getting shot a fuck ton of times and feeling nothing is exactly why this is underwhelming because when she got shot twice you acknowledge the, the yeah. whoever Zod's oh, okay. yeah. general whatever yeah. what's her face when she takes two bullets you're like okay cool she's impervious to bullets and then she gets shot like 5,000 more times. You're like, she's still impervious to bullets. This is just not enjoyable. Like, well, at least like the Hulk. Hulk. Like, yeah. I know. But at least with <laughs> the Hulk, like, sometimes when he would get shot, he would at least recoil. Like, oh, that act, like, I'm still going to power through it, but oh, that kind of hurt. She's just like, yeah, shoot me all you want. I'm just going to stand here and then punch you in the face into the fucking atmosphere. Stratosphere. You're in the atmosphere. Doesn't matter. Um, I, it, it was exactly why. And it's the same thing where 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 Superman's fighting everybody and pushing them, like, fly-punching them through buildings and skyscrapers and oil drums and they're exploding and nobody feels anything. It's basically like the end of Pirates of the Caribbean, where they both have the coins, neither of them can die, but they're still going to have this fucking sword fight for half an hour for no goddamn reason. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean, of That course, whole yeah. fight scene is so fucking stupid and <laughs> unbelievable. We're watching two people that cannot die stab each other several times and nothing happens. Much to nobody's surprise because we're just wasting time. So now we're talking about Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> so season five is all the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Oh God. Please yeah, no. let's not do that actually. Um, um, so, so I guess he feels so much remorse in the end when he kills Zod because he's oh, we're never... hopping all the way there. Well, no, because I'm kind of already touching upon some of those topics, True. so I'm going to just jump to that. And I'll... Well, should we talk about? We should talk about the the fighting in the buildings then, because I think that is a big thing that people harp on about collateral damage. Yeah, 
Well, I mean, so there there's two schools of thought here. One, uh, and I, I, I will say I agree with one of these a little bit more. Uh, you'll probably be able to guess which one. Um, on the one hand, it's kind of weird that you have a so much damage being occurred. I think even with other movies like The Avengers or whatever, there's a lot of damage being happening, but you also see the Avengers trying to protect people and help people and mm-hmm. sort of steer all of the alien damage like away from the people. Yeah. Um, when they're fighting in Smallville, there's great moments where I think Superman does that, right? The dude's falling out of a helicopter, Superman stops fighting and goes and saves him. Like, that to me is really quintessential Superman stuff. But there's a lot of people who are really upset about the fact that they're just smashing the shit out of everything and nobody seems to, to mm-hmm. care. The people that really love to defend this movie, and as much as I'm defending this movie, You're I don't agree with this logic as much, but I'll, I'll, I'll say it for the purpose of the conversation, is that this is essentially the way Man of Steel became the post-9-11 superhero. Really? Because all of the visuals in the movie, right, and Zack Snyder's always very specific about what he's trying to, no. to show is reminiscent of, like, the camera footage and cell phone footage and all that, like, horrible footage you saw of people running away from collapsing buildings and trying to essentially create that evocative feeling that, wow, if something as as powerful as Superman was here fighting something as powerful as Zod, that would be what would happen. That's fair. And as a result, I think part of the question is, like, what are the consequences of that? How do we deal... How do we deal with something... A person being this powerful and causing this much damage. What does that mean? Yeah, no, that's fair. I think that's a fair, like, rationale. I mean, because you got to think when two immovable objects collide, there's going to be collateral damage. So any any of these movies that, like, dance around that are also kind of bullshitting, right. unless you're just doing this in, like, the Sahara. Like, yeah. <laughs> Whereas this one really wants to focus in on it. This one really drove the fact home, like, people running from buildings. Like, there's one scene where I can't remember who was thrown into a building. Who can remember? Uh, but they careened through, like, five different skyscrapers. That then Superman. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> but that's also, that's also yeah. a big thing of why people don't like it. Mm-hmm. Is because, like, again, Superman is the type of person that would stop and go help people. Yeah. And here, he's just, like, putting himself as... But like, just throwing Zod through buildings and whatnot. Oh, yeah, yes, for the for the damage that he's causing, but the damage that's being caused by him as the projectile. Right. It's, so it's a question of, like, how accountable is Superman? Right, right, which, yeah, because he's accountable for at least half of that. Yeah. Um, in terms of what he's propelling Zod into. Yeah. Um, but, like, it, it would be tough to then start, like, oh, he threw me through this building... But I'm gonna try and save everybody in this building while Zod kicks the piss out of me, type of thing. I know that's but I what feel like Superman, that's what would, Superman do. would do, and that also sounds kind of boring and pace fucking. That that might be a theme for this director. Yeah. And his he might have it, it's not an official name of his universe that he's created, Snyder's. but no. <laughs> But it, uh, it's a name that I really like, which is the DC Murderverse. Sounds accurate. Yeah. Seems like there's a, a lot of murder. Just yeah. a lot of death. And that's one of the reasons oh, yeah. you don't. But you're you also were saying you don't really like DC in yeah. the last episode because it's like this, this dark, gritty realism, and is that is, is it, that what uh, we need from these stories? Realism. That's yeah, a little bit. Real, <laughs> realism yeah, in quotes. Very, okay, uh, fine. The, the biggest <laughs> possible air quotes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. The dark and gritty. Dark and gritty. Yeah. 
I do we need a dark and gritty Superman? Exactly. Is that really what the world dark, needs? He's so not dark and gritty. Does he shouldn't he shouldn't? He's be. so squeaky no. clean. It was like the same thing with like watching Captain America one. It's like he's the most do goodiest, like white picket fenciest, Americanist American to ever America. Yeah. I see pretty aggressive parallels between the first Captain America movie and, and Superman in general. But not in the Superman movie. No, but just okay. like okay. the character of Superman yeah. in general. Sure. I don't think that's that unreasonable of a comparison. Yeah. yeah. From what limited knowledge I have. Yeah. Sure. Um, <clears throat> all right. But yeah, I mean, I think I, I think that this is this is one of the controversial elements of this movie, and it's like we're talking about in my argument that there is a good movie buried in here, right? Like that scene could have worked if they hadn't just done it like. If they'd done it closer to the... Which scene of throwing somebody through a building? Any of them. If they had done it closer to the Smallville stuff, where he's at least trying to help the people around him and say, like, hey, stay indoors, be safe, like, doing Superman things. If he had paused and sort of was like... You could do, like, two seconds. He's just, like, scans a building to see that no one's in there before he throws Zod through it. Something in that yeah. that sort of keeps him intact like there's a lot of missteps of what they could have done in an interesting way and if yeah. they still want to do this whole post 9-11 and he's also stuff. shown that he has the like knowing nothing about superman you already know that he has these abilities to see through walls and see everything type of thing yeah so he could have easily like no questions asked like millisecond nobody there thrown through that fucking building yeah, yeah. but now I, I feel like we're probably going to talk on the other controversial thing about the movie maybe i don't, I don't know I said, so yeah, I, where last thing I said was her just standing there while getting shot and feeling nothing. And then I was just like, knife fight, really? Oh, we're all the way back here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I told you okay. I was going to go back. Because he pulled the fucking <laughs> knife out of my hands. Fucking stupid. A good death is its own reward. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <clears throat> blah, 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 blah. Then I just said really underwhelming name reveal. Um... They had already mentioned it. I, I know Lois mentioned it in the interrogation room. She started Oh, he's super. Superman. Oh, and then, then yeah. on the phone, the guy's like, oh, yeah, it's a Superman. I'm like, yeah, fuck okay. off. <laughs> um, and, okay. So the, when he's flying towards the... I can't remember the name of the terraforming thingamajigger. The Earth engine, the world machine. Mm -hmm. Any one of those. Which one that is works. it, actually? The combination of the two. World engine? Okay, I was close. Uh, I just like the alliteration of her attention. Um, so clearly, as he was getting, cl like Superman was flying close to it, he was feeling the 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 problems he was seeing when he was on Zod's ship. That it's like, oh fuck, the atmosphere is not agreeing with me. Yep, he's fucked up. Yet, then, a mere minute later, he's underneath the little gravitational beamy thing, and then. Let me say how I said this. I said, so in his weakened state, he's able still to fly directly into the gravity anus. Yeah. Is what I described it as. And then blast through it. Seemingly without any issue. There was some issue. Oh, sorry, he was yelling a lot. Sorry, you're right. He's struggling. Yeah. Okay. He had to push it to the limit. Limit! Um... I'm just gonna leave that there. Well, <laughs> uh, you you keep complaining that like if 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 there's nothing that he has to struggle against, it's not interesting. And then here's all of these things that he has to struggle against. Yeah. But it's arbitrary. He's struggles. learning from this. But but you can't like. It's the same thing where you're adapting to an atmosphere in a minute. 
I don't even know that he They're is. They're smarty it's, pants, these kryptonites. It's it's <laughs> not like... Do it. Terraforming isn't just like, bloop, I put this thing down, now all the atmosphere is different. It's a process. Yeah, there's, but a, he's next, there's crossover here. Yeah, but there's a, when he's flying towards it and he immediately starts falling out of the sky, clearly it shows that this is having some sort of effect on him. Yeah, but then he recognizes what the effect is. Yeah. And he, oh, and then he just shuts and it he down. And he compensates. Yeah. <laughs> it's all mental. that sort of thing. It's just really mental at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah. He's hemorrhaging on a fucking spaceship, yeah. yet here he is falling yeah. out of the sky, and then two seconds later blasting up his gravity anus. Yeah, you, yeah. you got to push through the wall. You know, it's like when I go to the gym and I'm running, <laughs> yeah. I hit my my hit my wall, and I got to push through the wall. Through, you got to keep going. You got to go the full thirty minutes, or it doesn't count. That's how, that's <laughs> he, he had to go the full thirty minutes, or it didn't count. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm such a jock now, you guys. <laughs> And then when Lois is putting the little doohickey <laughs> in the what's a Jaeger on the ship, and it's not, like, going in, phrasing. Um, Did it to rotate it? Yeah. I was like, the scientist guy, I don't know his name, he's like, Hamilton? yeah, yeah, move over, move over, Lois. Yeah, let the Earth scientist take a look at this thing that he's never seen or studied before. I'm sure I'll sort it out. And then I just throw a classic mansplain. He's a smarty pants, too. Is he also a smarty pants? Are those smarty pants? Maybe he was that kryptonite that escaped from the ship. My God. <laughs> or the kryptonian, I mean. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I've never seen a thing like this in my entire life. I'm sure I can figure it out in a millisecond. Seems to be the theme of everybody. A lot of smarty pants. Like, I know nothing about this thing. I've never experienced this thing. I'm sure I can figure it out given, I don't know, 45 seconds. Everybody seems very quick on the uptake. They're just adept. Super adept. Let's, yeah, they're yeah. they're scrappy. They have they gotta figure it. They gotta get shit done. And then mm -hmm. to to I haven't mentioned the prequels enough today. Um, when he was trying to get it, like when it wasn't lining up, he's like, "I'll try spinning. That's a good trick." And he spins it and gets it lined up. That's a prequel deep cut for you. Uh, I very much do not get that. I, I think know. that's the beginning of. Mm, it's an episode two or three. I can't remember. He's flying, trying to evade. Uh, oh no! It's episode one. After he escapes the, the hangar on uh, Naboo, he comes out of the Naboo Starfighter, and then he's trying to avoid the, like, the, the droid fire, and he just starts spinning, because spinning's a good trick. Okay. It doesn't cool. work out. Cool. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, so Zod doesn't need his helmet now? All right. I was like, then I just said the movie just isn't following its own rules. Which, which rule aren't we following right the, now? The atmosphere, but we've explained that by he's strong. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> he's strong and smart, so he's yeah. fine. Yeah. And then he's like, then Zod did his whole, either you die or I do. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of the point. <laughs> you just summed up the, the finale of anything that's ever happened ever. It's either you or me. What? What an observation, sir. You mean you can't live harmoniously after this? We're not just gonna work it out in bro hug. I mean, maybe yeah. maybe he arrests him and put him in jail. Yeah, yeah the dildos clearly worked last time. They're marital aids. Sorry, <laughs> they're marital aids. Um, and then I said, you can only fly punch slash launch someone through a building so many times without it having an effect before it loses its allure. Because you because you imagine okay. So he, as I mentioned in the start, he's he's so like distraught with killing Zod, um, yet he's willy nilly throwing these people through buildings. What do you think is the ideal end result of throwing a hum throwing a Kryptonian <laughs> through a fucking building? You're probably trying to kill them. 
or wear them down. Yeah. Wear them. Oh, down. that's that's give the, them that's, time to think about their problems. So, so the equivalent of like a hamster on a wheel, like giving them a little like yeah. exercise ball thing, is to throw them through a fucking oil rig. Okay. Oh, you're just so tuckered out. Oh, the, never mind. You're fucking dead. Because I threw you through a goddamn skyscraper. Five times. Huh. But he's fine. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I said... <laughs> then I said, sure, throw him into a fucking satellite. Who gives a shit? I said, War of Escalation. I was like... Then what I wrote down next to that, I was like, Mario Land. Cool, this is awesome. What do we do next? Uh, I don't know. What's bigger than that? Sweet, Mario World. Yeah, that's bigger. Fuck, we got it. Shit, what are we doing next? Shit, shit, shit. Mario Galaxy. Fuck yeah, we fucking nailed it. Okay, we screwed ourselves. What do we do now? What is he doing? Because once they war escalated <laughs> it, they said, okay, we'll throw him through an IHOP. Then, okay, we'll throw him through a fucking skyscraper. Okay, that didn't get it done. Okay, we'll throw him through a fucking satellite. Where do we go from here? I don't fucking know. Clearly nothing's getting it done. There's nothing special about the satellite that, that stood out to you? Oh, it's it was the same thing with like the there was the 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 gas truck, the oil truck that had the. Wait, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> um, Luth, like Lex Luthor's shit was all over the the, yeah. the gas truck. I assume it was on. And it was on the satellite. Was it not him as well? It was not. It was somebody else. I don't know. Somebody else on that satellite. We're expanding the DC universe, guys. Was it Dave Matthews? Yep. <laughs> Dave Matthews owned that satellite. Or yep. was it Pod? I don't get that reference as much. They also but have a song called Satellite. Okay. No. no. I can't think of any other. Does anybody else have any Satellite songs by artists that don't matter? Not at all. DMB Burn. No. It's not a POD Burn. Everybody knows they don't matter. It's owned by Wayne Enterprises. Oh, I didn't notice that. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. The big cool. W on it, and under it said Wayne Enterprises. I was, I was in a, such a state of malaise at this point <laughs> that... That's, Oh, I mean, obviously now you know what's coming next. At the oh, time, oh. we didn't know what was coming after oh. this movie. But, you know, again, okay, Lex Luthor and, and, and Batman. Hmm. Planting some seeds. Mm -hmm. Can't wait for those to grow. Um, and then, <laughs> then in the little standoff while he's laser about to laser eye some random innocent people... And I was like, you couldn't have just killed him earlier or just said, hey, guys, move a bit to the right. They well, were they in a corner. Stuck. They were yeah. stuck. Yeah, it started off, like, here, and they were, like, ten feet off. They could, like... But it was also, the, the beams were at an angle. It would have been... It would have been difficult. It was a very... That, that scene right. was very lame. That was very lame. It is a very controversial scene. Why? Because Superman doesn't kill. Huh? Oh my god! Super. So uh, earlier I was talking about Mark Wade, um, and after the movie came out, uh, Mark Wade wrote this really long. It's, it was just a rant, basically, about how he went to see Man of Steel, and that when that happened, someone stood up in the middle of the theater and started screaming about how Superman would never do that, and then he realized that man was him. <laughs> he had stood up in the middle of the theater like a jackass <laughs> and started screaming about it. But at the end of the day, that's that's the thing, right? Like, Superman would have, the real Superman would have found another way. Why didn't he just fly him up into the sky? Pull him up. You know, what's what's pulling them down? They, they, they can fly. Maybe he had figured out a way to just, you know, knock Zod out. Make him go to sleepy time. Hey, I don't just, know. just because you say that those are potential alternatives don't mean they plot holes. Right, exactly, though. <laughs> 
Yes, that's literally the, like this one, is, like almost everything here is like there are so many alternatives that are better than what they select. Yeah, and this is what and they, the, they wouldn't have written that scene if they weren't trying to make a particularly sta- particular statement about who they think Superman. This is Superman yeah. now. He doesn't yeah. give a fuck. I well, he does give a fuck. He's very upset. He's yeah, very upset. Yeah, killing somebody and then feeling upset isn't the same as being so upset by killing it you don't kill. <laughs> yes. Uh, like, oh my god, I'm so sorry that I killed that person is significantly worse than being like, oh my god, I couldn't kill a person. Like, the remorse doesn't necessarily make up, like, it's not like, oh, because he was remorseful, now he's Superman again, it's fine. But I think the question is, like, what what is Superman? And what even is Superman? What even oh, is boy. Superman in a world where, Superman. Is a Superman? <laughs> where Superman would, would take the out, where he wouldn't try and figure out the right thing to do? Okay. It's and what does that what does that say? With all again, keep in mind all of so all of this easy. is Snyder's commentary on things, right? Like the way that he sets up Krypton's destruction is all about like, oh, we're destroying the planet, yeah, man. Yeah, we're drilling, and we're all drilling this religious planet. iconography and all these other themes that he's implementing. Like yeah, the people he, that want to latch onto the Jesus probably aren't also going to latch onto the climate change. <laughs> <laughs> sure, but he's taking he's taking the biggest icon that everybody's saying like you have to be the best of the best. You have to be the person that sets the gold standard, and that person can kill. What does that say? Or that person is flawed. Says we're all flawed and fucked up, man. <laughs> I would also like to point out that he can apparently twist his head to kill him, but can't twist his head to... Just, just to be away from <laughs> <laughs> To point the laser not at the innocent family? No, I just odd he's in not, my he's eyes. He's not an ambi Just slightly he's odd. He's not an ambi <laughs> Wow. He, he, can't, he, can't, he can't turn left? He can't left. turn left. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my god, god. wow. <laughs> Hey, you like that? Yeah, no, that's a good one. I know. Yeah. Um, I would like to point out to you, you didn't bring out, or you didn't bring up the scene that just made me the most frustrated, is when there's all this giant city that's just been destroyed, Superman and Lois Lane are going to make out. For oh, just a that, was that was hilarious. Because that's fucking, normal. Just, yeah. Oh, my God. We basically just, just witnessed the genocide. Most... <laughs> Ooh, that's so hot. Let's make out. <laughs> And I always like, hate those scenes. Oh, it's all downhill <laughs> from the worst first timing. It's all downhill from the first kiss, guys. Oh, good thing I'm not a human. <laughs> <laughs> fucking stupid. So fucking dumb. That whole thing was so stupid. But other than that... That's why I didn't bring it up. It made me so incensed <laughs> that I was like, I can't even bother writing anything down because I'm fuming at how stupid this is. We are in for such a time with Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> Oh my god, dude. We're gonna have to like write a, that into like two That's episodes. gonna be like a five hour a day. You realize that? Because that movie, <laughs> if we're gonna do the extended fuck you cut, isn't that like three and a half hours? It's just three. Yeah. Oh, just. Yeah. Just, just, just three. three. <laughs> cool. So that's three hours of movie, uh, about 20 minutes, half hour of preamble, uh, figuring out why this fucking Sonos never works, <laughs> and then also fucking talking for, I assume, a while until I'm, or. I'll probably just start zoning out halfway through the movie because I'm like, I don't give a shit about any of this. Um, so you didn't like Man of Steel. Okay. I can't say I was jazzed about it. Would oh. you Would you agree with the sentiment that there's a good movie buried inside <laughs> of it somewhere? Uh, I'd say there's a, a less mediocre film buried in there. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're going to have there's, to take it, Matt. There's, <laughs> there's, like, there's like a 5.5 five, a 5. buried in a 4. Is what we're looking at here, out of ten. Interesting. Okay, I, okay, that's kind of a statement, but okay. <laughs> what is that? Is what? It's just weird that a five point five 
is buried inside of a four, but okay. Because they're... I get it, it's out of ten. I'm, yeah. It's just... This is just an awkward way to phrase it, I guess. Is, is it's all. fine. Have I phrased anything normally here yet? We're talking about uh, the fucking... I talk, called it a gravity anus. Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, we really going to talk about what I'm phrasing? If if you didn't have to watch the no, other four movies because no. of us, though, like, would you... I would not even feel remotely inclined. I would not have even finished this one. You would have turned the movie I off. Probably once I started stopped writing things down is probably when I when I, when I was. When about, was the moment when you would have? I don't remember what off. it was because I started to fall asleep. I stopped, like there were a couple nods and I was like, okay, that's when I took my legs off of the couch and sat back up again because I was going to fall asleep. Mm. Because I had grown so numb to like throwing people through buildings, I was like, I just don't give a shit anymore. It's like I don't care. I remember when I saw this movie in theaters the first time. Uh, during that sequence, there were, like, two kids in front of us who stopped watching the movie and just started making out. <laughs> they <laughs> it's one of those movies. Like, it's, you have to make out. They were just like, well, we don't give a shit about any of this. <laughs> Let's put our faces together instead. It seems like a better usage of time. So. Yeah. It's like Superman and Lois Lane. Just exactly. watching just, a murder verse. Yeah, so you guys are like, why would they have made out during Maybe all this murder? Yeah, I don't know. Here's these two kids that were clearly getting into it. Apparently. Through the whole fight. The whole, the whole battle of Smallville, which itself is like three hours which long. Which is too damn long, honestly. That's the whole thing with this movie. is like, when everybody's borderline invincible, none of the fight scenes are interesting. Because there's nothing you can do that shows any level of vulnerability that is interesting. All these people are getting shot a billion times and it means nothing. Like, people are getting thrown through buildings and exploding cars and exploding oil rigs and nobody feels a thing. Other than like, oh, I'm dazed for a millisecond. It's like, everything loses its weight when everything is just ratcheted up to that extreme with no payoff. So you don't think that, like, Superman can bleed? He literally bled out of his nose. So yes, I can. Okay. And he also got his arm cut by the robot thing. Yeah. So, but yeah, bleeding is different from So the, he will, is what you're saying. Fuck off, I know you're doing a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Eat a dick, I, I don't know what we're doing here. <laughs> um, it's, just, it's just boring. That's why I equated it to the end of Pirates of the Caribbean 1. But like, exactly what, was, what do you think that. was, uh, I know it's one movie. We got four more to go. Can't wait. What was what what was uh, so different about this superhero shtick that was remarkably different from the Marvel stuff that you found interesting? Because this again, this sets the tone. I, like, it's all it's I it's know. like the first kiss. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> Catalyst. Yeah. Um, I know every. You guys made fun of me for because I made fun of it, and then you made fun of me for me talking about flawed characters, blah, 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 blah. I think the aspect of most of the Marvel superheroes being human and creating a thing is more interesting than having inherent powers. Yes, Thor is the exception to that rule. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, the inherently having these powers and being seemingly invincible for, the mo- for 99% of things is boring. Like, seeing somebody not actually get, like, beaten down and, like, cast aside and actually seeming downtrodden. Because at no point does he really seem super downtrodden at this. In this. You look gloomy. Yeah. I mean, oh. everything in the movie is gloomy, though. <laughs> but, like, at no point are you like, oh, shit, is Superman gonna make it? 
the only time you're like maybe is like when he's bleeding out his nose. So you want every superhero to almost die in well, every movie. Would like, you have felt better if Superman died? Uh, that's what probably, we're asking. Because then we'd be fucking done. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's more just you need to have some sort of vulnerability. Like there needs to be some risk involved for this to be entertaining. If you're if you can just do whatever the fuck you want all the time. It, like, if you're watching a war movie, and you're like, oh, my God, they're storming the beaches, but they're all impervious to bullets, you're like, oh, this is really dumb. They're just going to storm the beach. This isn't exciting at all, because there's no risk involved. Okay. Because there's no, like, there's no risk, there's no reward, there's no payoff. Okay. Uh, no, I mean, I, okay, I, I follow. Um... Yes, I'm sure there will be, like, I'm sure there will be more introduced that, shows, characters. His, that shows his weakness, and we brings more weakness out, and whatever, but at least at this, at this junk, like, like... Batman is not invincible. Batman is just a dude in a suit. That's why it's interesting, because he's a dude in a suit. Okay. From what I've seen already, that was good, and I'm assuming that will be just <laughs> shat on. Just buckets of shit will be poured um, on that thing that was actually good. I'm honestly really looking forward to this. Yeah. Batman versus uh, Superman. I'm so angry. I'm going to be so mad. People, well, some people were really excited when it was announced. I'll, I'll say that the idea that like you have these two iconic characters, you know, butt but, heads but like, and blah but like, blah. But like looking at it from the outside and not knowing anything really, sure. that's not a battle. That's like fifteen seconds. Oh, you're dead. Is it? Well, maybe my... we should hold that off okay. for. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 We no, can't get into it too fine. much. No. That's fine. that's very fair feedback. Yeah. <laughs> fine, Mister Dude flies through a fucking gravity anus. And is whatever, whatever. Oh no, there's a rich guy. Whatever. <laughs> we'll fucking get there. We will get there. Got All right. Okay. So, so one movie into the murder verse, and we're not feeling it. Yeah. Do you want me to give you a stack ranking? <laughs> <laughs> Can you also do a beef ranking while you're at it? <laughs> stack ranking low. L- lowest. 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 Oh. Nice. nice. We both got it. Cool. That was really good. Um, and beef ranking, Henry, Henry Cavill. <laughs> Henry pretty Cavill high is there. Pretty, the beef. Pretty yeah. primo. That's some pretty primo Henry beef. Cavill versus Chris Hemsworth. Oh, not even a question. Chris Hemsworth. Like, oh, really? High? I'd say Chris Evans over Henry Cavill. Okay. Really? Hondo, Hondo P. Hondo P, you guys. <laughs> All right. Not as... It was not... Mm. Well, because you... The biceps alone, guys. <laughs> I mean, which one? About, okay, we'll get into it later. Hemsworth. We're going to talk about the biceps right now? <laughs> Fucking biceps. They're gigantic. He's so small. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think this has gone on long enough. <laughs> yep. So, those are your thoughts on Man of Steel, and then Not the good. next movie, you'll... Uh, have a lot more thoughts. Oh, uh, God. Well, I, I I, mean, just by volume, amount of movie, I'd have, like... Three hours. <laughs> Three hours. I'd have hours. a half hour more Three more hours of Zack Snyder. Just for you. Mm-hmm. I don't want that at all. So you're not... You <laughs> don't, you're don't not, want that at all! You're not a fan of Zack Snyder. After if, this, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't go back to watch other Zack Snyder movies if I this is what this he would, does. I wouldn't be like, oh man, I'll I'll watch another Zack Snyder movie because this really turned me onto it. Versus when I watched whatever the brothers were that did like uh, Second Avengers and the Russo brothers. The Russo brothers, like after that, I'd be like, word, I'd fucking watch a Russo brothers movie. Okay, I know it's not. I know no, 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 it's worlds, yeah. but like, 
that turned me on to 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 their their shtick their, their right. business. Whereas this this is not doing it. This for is you. very much. Who cares what else he's done? I don't give a fuck. Outside of Batman v Superman, which is our next movie. But, I mean, I also don't <laughs> give a fuck about that. But we're gonna watch it anyway. We are gonna watch it anyway. All right. Cool.